5 cast. Kings are coming at you live, but you'll hear us on tape delay. Today I got with me, Theo, and Joe, and Anthony. All right, back to normal. Back to normal. <laughs> this is not normal. This No, this is this, this is, is pretty normal. normal. Somebody's, somebody's, normal. somebody's no, missing. It's normal. That's normal. That's what it's supposed China to be. China cabinet is here. China cabinet is here. <laughs> All <Okay>. right. <laughs> I'm Andre. We're not going to start it off today with what you're playing uh, because it's going to be Final Fantasy 14 for everybody. Uh, except for Anthony, who's trying to play Final Fantasy XIV. These freaking patches. Like, what, what? Story of this console generation. Three years of patches? Like, come on. Three years of patches. <laughs> uh, including one that came out on Monday. So, oh, 3.5 came out. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of patches. But uh, you're, you'll be joining us, right? Huh? Hopefully tonight. And look, Theo's a tank, supposedly, because he doesn't <laughs> actually play. <laughs> Joe's a healer. I'm a DPS. And we just need one more DPS. We just need one more DPS. All right. You're going to be the DPS. Of course. Oh, <laughs> what game am I not the DPS? Uh, got um, to bring the damage. Chess? I don't know. Oh, he's, he's Four a hacker in chess. <laughs> yeah, I'm offensive in chess. <laughs> offensive chess? Yeah, I love chess. Chess captain in high school. Oh, shit. Drop some truths out here. Yeah, man. What was your nickname in the chess world? Wow. He was the chess captain of the checkers team. <laughs> Good old days. Uh, so, as this is a an episode in January, mm-hmm. and we've had ample time to digest 2016. Uh, unfortunately, Chris isn't here. Some of us had indigestion for 2016. <laughs> I think a lot of people had indigestion. indigestion. Most of us. <laughs> so it's time for our top games of 2016. Yay. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right. So this will be a three-man cast now. <laughs> oh, usually, like like normal. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do this. Uh, we're going to start it off with something that Joe can actually talk about. We're going to talk about our favorite game that we played in 2016 that was released uh, prior to 2016. So... I.e. the only stuff I played in 2016. <laughs> this something, topic was for you. <laughs> something that you might have missed along the way or something that you decided to revisit that you, was like, you said, yep, uh, I had a lot of fun playing this game and you happened to do it last year. Mm-hmm. So what do we have for you, Thea? For me, it will be Dragon Quest 1. That game is atrocious. Um... <laughs> Damn, the Dragon Quest harsh. <laughs> I mean, I so like we're, it. But... We're critiquing each other's games. Ugh. No, it, it's it's a, it, it, that's definitely a hard game to play in well, 2016. The thing is, I played the uh, Super Famicom version, which is Dragon Quest One and, and two. two. So it had the the enhancements from Dragon Quest Three. So you, so you didn't have to just click on stairs to go downstairs. No, no, it just kind of did it for you. Yeah, it was like, oh, he's walking onto the stairs. I wonder what he wants. <laughs> a to menu do. does come up when you click on things like talk, <laughs> item, magic, and it's other like, shit. Yeah. It's like I'm, I walk up to a townsperson and press the button. I mm-hmm. want to talk to them. I'll take I, things the L button did in Earthbound. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't want to bring up the menu yeah. to, to talk to this townsperson. Um, had a lot of, I had a lot of fun with that game. Yeah, like like kind of surprising because when I went to Japan, I bought a whole bunch of Famicom and Super Famicom games because they are like dirt cheap out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I picked up the first three Dragon Quests since I have uh, four through six on the DS. So I was like, oh, you know, let me start this series proper since I only played Dragon Quest eight up until at that 
up until then. And um, what I found was a really enjoyable, short, and charming game. How long did it take you to find the rainbow drop? Oh, I just went to YouTube. Uh, because that's impossible. That's probably why you find it short and charming. <laughs> I do not understand how somebody did that. Well, you, you see, you uh, you get the information about where it's supposed to be, and then you use that lo- from that, the, from that the- GPS spell where you talk to the princess, and she goes, thou art 34 paces west of the castle. It's like, oh, okay, this is helpful. I don't even think that was in the, the Super Nintendo Famicom version. It wasn't? It had to have been. I... That well, was literally the only way you could find it. You talk, from what I remember, you talk to this stripper or a dancer or something. <laughs> and she says, hey, you should check this place out. And I was like, that's not going to happen, miss. And I just went to YouTube. Mm. I was okay. like, okay. And it's in a poison swamp. Of course, because where else would it <laughs> Like, fuck you, game. But it's still, uh, <laughs> I still had a lot of fun with that game. And it's... It's super short if you know no where to find it. Yeah, know yep. where to find the rainbow drop. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. It was nice going back to it. It made me... When I played another game that I'm going to list later, it, and I heard the music from that game's overworld, it made me very nostalgic, which is really weird. Odd. Yeah. Because you just played it. Just played it. And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of neat. Hmm. Yeah, that's, um, that's my pick. All right. What about you, Joe? Well, the obvious answer here is Binding of Isaac. <laughs> right easy nothing obvious play that answer mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah uh there's there's a there's a couple of other ones i did mention earthbound mm-hmm. that i played in that one uh started final fantasy 14 up in december the end of december that counts. Still, still counts still counts but i think you know I, i'm gonna have to just go ahead and as i'm often did want to do to give the nod to binding of isaac mm-hmm because I love your love for this game. It is literally the only game you enjoyed this year. <laughs> More or less. Like, that all right. It it definitely had some moments where I would get angry and frustrated at mm-hmm. it. But just just going into that game in 2015 as I got it as a Christmas gift for with all the, like a DLC and expansions for it at the end of, at the end of 2015. Mm-hmm. So the game was already like out there well before I started playing it mm-hmm. already. And I dove into it, you know, at the suggestion of, of, a, of a friend of mine who's, um, you know, and I, I didn't feel it at first. And I think that's the general consensus I get out of everybody who plays this. Sees I have so much time put into this and is like, I don't get it. That was my impression. <laughs> like, why right. do you like this so, so much? It's like, it's, it's just a flash game. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, once you start understanding that the game is not really so much a, about a, a, a you know like a, a dungeon crawl, a twin stick dungeon crawl. It's about decision making mm-hmm. and planning and taking risks and chances with the items that you pick up, and the synergy between the items that you get. There's just so many. Yeah, and you start and you start to see things come together in a weird way. Like there's this I- items that just go together. Like oh, that is just perfect. That combination is great. And then two things go together. Like oh, that. New item I just picked up completely ruins this other pretty good <laughs> item I picked up earlier. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. So you started to understand what to do, what to pick up, what not to pick up, mm-hmm. what what a good run is going to look like, what a bad run is going to look like, what a totally busted run is going <laughs> to look like, and you usually find that out right from the beginning. Busted in a good sense? Busted in a good sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, 
the game lets you feel powerful. Yeah. When you can, when all the when all the pieces align and come together, and you're rewarded for good decision making and and risk taking. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, it's not going to pay off all the time, but when it does, you will end up feeling like you like this is worth it. Oh yeah. Like it was worth going for. All right. So the uh, the comparisons that we initially made to this game Zelda of uh, mm-hmm. Zelda and gave you a lot of grief for playing Zelda, <laughs> even though you claimed you didn't like it. Uh, after going through so much of this game now, will you finally admit it's just Zelda? If I can elaborate a little bit, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, cool. oh, sure. I'm not the host. <laughs> <laughs> the the it's it's essentially a series of dungeon designs like the Legend of Zelda dungeons. I mean, there's no overworld. There's no exploration. Um, there's an item on every on every floor, so it's just like going through a marathon of Zelda dungeons. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, stores are like Zelda, you know, where you have like a bunch of items laying around for a price. <laughs> yep. You know, I had this game are, pegged from the beginning. The items are placed in specific <laughs> item rooms. Mm. But you know, it's it stops feeling like Zelda because of the the aesthetic and the way the game plays, right? And 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 kind of, and the way the items work, frankly, mm. like the the comparisons to Zelda kind of stop at the level design. I think it's it's kind of like Shovel Knight in the way that you can see where the clear inspiration came from. Inspirations, right? But then there's so many other directions it goes in that it doesn't just feel like it's a yeah. a yeah, simple yeah. copy. And this came this this came from like a flash game, so it still feels kind of like that. Yeah. Like something you play on like just go to a website, type it in and there it is. Mm-hmm. Like that new Power Rangers game. Thanks. Yeah, there's just it was just once I saw how many di- different items there were, like everyone was different and it was I remember the first time I picked us an item up for the second time. I'm like, "Oh, that can happen." Mm. <laughs> Are you still learning things? Um, not with the, the not with the new expansion, but like uh, before the expansion came out with the base game. You know what? Every now and then, I I I'd see a new interaction with something that just makes me go, "I wonder how this works." Mm-hmm. You know, there's an item that uh, there's an item that reduces your damage to like as low as it can go but your fire rate goes as high as it can go Hmm. and there's another item that just balances all your stats out so i'm like huh i wonder what happens if i pick this balancing item with this item Mm -hmm. and it turns out that's one of the best combinations you can have Uh in the game because all your stats just go all the way up your fire rate is crazy yeah and Mm -hmm. then suddenly you're doing damage again (laughs) your stats are balanced out but by itself that's not a very good item yeah but with this other thing it's fantastic so that that's the kind of thing that appeals to me about this game a lot is that the variety of this game isn't always a good thing, but it is always a good thing. Does that yes. make any sense? Yes, it makes perfect sense. I love games with good variety, and mm-hmm. this game has some of the best variety I've ever seen in a video game. It keeps you interested. It keeps me interested. It keeps me interested and keeps me playing because I know every time I play, it's going to be a little different. Yeah. Like I want to have the, I, I want I go in I'm like how I wonder how this one runs gonna go is it gonna be terrible is it gonna be great mm-hmm. usually it's terrible at every start the first level <laughs> but I play for those great ones mm-hmm. you know the game is very punishing if you don't get 
decent items and you're down to the fourth level and you can't kill anything mm-hmm. and suddenly it's it feels like a slog. Yeah. It's not really rewarding in that way, but um the the game has to give you a good like a good item seed mm-hmm. if you want to feel that kind of like that, that yeah, you need good, to get lucky. You need to get it's, lucky. It's roguelike. So yeah, yeah, yeah. These things happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Same thing with FTL and yeah. roguelike. But, yeah. but it's really it's really easy to start over. There's a lot of different characters that have unique characteristics about them, mm-hmm. so you could start the way you want. Like I want to start with the guy that rerolls the items, or I want to start with the guy that flies around, has no health, mm-hmm. but he can fly and stand in corners and hide and. Takes you know things some I get some items for free and it's just this so there's so, it's it's a simple game on its surface mm-hmm. and it's very deceptive how deep this game can go no pun intended because you keep going more <laughs> and the story is actually kind of interesting you, you you start to see the puzzles pieces come together like this is just actually just a representation of what's going on in Isaac's child mind as he's being traumatized by his mother insane mother. And it, it, it starts to come together like this is kind of this is just a representation of what's going on in his head. And it, oh. it, it's really dark. It's a, that opening that, that opening is, is extremely you, you dark. You know what? The, like the story is depressing. But like if you think about what's actually happening, it is dark and dismal. Mm. It is not a it is more not than a, God <laughs> asking the mother to kill Isaac. Well, the, the, the characters in the game are. Like multiple personalities of Isaac, they're all like just oh. different ways in which Isaac views himself or which people view Isaac. And like, I didn't care about the story for I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it's it's another it's another uh, example of storytelling through the gameplay. I mean, there's cutscenes, yeah, and you know, in order to understand the cutscenes, the game needs to happen. So there's contextual things there that just make it come together. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really liked how it really come together, and the the, the, ex- the expansions that just came out mm-hmm. had like like just just absolute closure. It's like, oh, that's it, that's really? it. <laughs> this is this is the end of Binding of Isaac. <laughs> we now we now see everything that uh like it's it, the book is closed. Mm-hmm. Book is closed. <laughs> All right, perfect time for part two then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the um, developer is moving on to other things. Oh, the Binding of Jacob. Sure. <laughs> no, I think it's some. Um, I I I forget what it is, but he opened up mod support mm-hmm. for this, so we're gonna so we'll live forever. It'll live forever. It'll live yeah. forever. And there's already a there's a big mod that came out in December that's not really compatible with the mod support right now. Mm-hmm. I had, you have to downgrade the game in order to do it, and it's a little weird. But they're trying to integrate it into the current game, and people really liked it, and it was very successful. But now I'm looking forward to what they can, what kind of silly stuff these modders can do with this. You know, like thematic stuff, mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe they can just make their own like mini little mini games within the mods. You mm-hmm. know, mod modding communities are, are great. I love that stuff. So I can't wait to see what they can do. Yeah. Nice. So the future is bright for you in this not twenty sixteen game. Maybe. That you can know. play into twenty seventeen. <laughs> I'll probably continue playing it for a while. I mean it's just my just my go to, just like do whatever, mess around game. But I, yeah, I do have to give another nod to 20XX. Oh, man. Even though it's still early access and hasn't actually been released It's yet. not even out yet. <laughs> yeah. so like, does that actually really yeah. count? Yeah, it's a game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Anthony, 
since I know you haven't played anything all year. <laughs> I mean, I've played things just in the same old things. The game that I will select will be Battle Network 2. Mega, Mega Man, Man Battle, Battle Network. Network. Yeah. As opposed to other Battle Networks, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Mega Man Battle Network 2. Um, Fantastic game. Originally, Best I was... Best in the series. So I've been told. <laughs> originally, I was... Um, I'm a big fan of um, Red Sun and Blue Moon. Uh-huh. Most people hate it. The garbage ones. <laughs> hey, this is my turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, it was during a period where I wasn't driving. I had like a 12-hour commute to work and back and forth. Mm. So, I, you know, I remember I needed time to play. So I came over here one day and I asked Dre if they had anything I could play. So Dre had just been always been telling me, oh, Battle Number 2 is the best one, yada, yada, yada. Mm. I said, okay, well, I don't, I can't play the game. He's like, okay, I'll let you know. Nina had a, a Game Boy Advance. I brought her the OG Game Boy Advance, started playing it, played it for a while. I said, okay, well, I can see a lot of the aspects where Sun and Moon, Red Sun, Blue Moon got the certain things from. I enjoyed it. I never finished it because I started driving and you can't, you know, play games and drive at the same time. Um, some people are Pokemon Go players. They can do that. I mean, it's not recommended. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I definitely like the game. Something I would definitely go back and finish. I like this Red is Sun and Blue Moon is like, um, I don't, I think it's called like Unisoul. Like certain characters in the game you would beat, you would collect their power. You could use their ability. I forgot what it was called in yeah. uh, Battle You had the same two. thing in, um, Battle Network 2, but it was like... It was an unrefined version. Yeah. Because they had just introduced it. Yeah, so it was like, I definitely enjoyed the one for the later game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool, though. It's pretty much it's kind of the same aspect, you know. I think the the chips, in my opinion, were better in Battle Network 2. The chips were a lot better. We had a lot more diversity in yeah. chips. I would it, love if they... Huh? No, no, go on. Sorry. I would love if they like they made new ones. They stopped. The last one I saw was like... um. You know, I'm battling it with two, like half of the screen, you, it was your, your panels. Yeah, it was uh, horizontal as opposed to yeah. uh, the new ones is vertical. Vertical, which yeah. is garbage in my opinion. Like, well, it was, it was an entirely different series. Uh, Star Force. Star Force. Yeah, yeah, Star Force. Like, yeah. I mean, the characters all look alike. This is like, it looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But he has like hair sticking out the back of his helmet now. Same thing. Other than that, I also picked up um one of the, my old Yu-Gi-Oh! World Championship games. How are those? Um, It's, it's Yu-Gi-Oh! It's pretty much the same exact rules as Yu-Gi-Oh. How are those? That means it's bad. <laughs> no, it's not bad. Put it like this. Um, so remember the time when we wanted you to play Magic and you said you didn't want to jump down the rabbit hole? Uh-huh, uh-huh. If they had a handheld game to that, you would love it because you don't have to spend the money that... They do have a handheld game to Magic. And I did love it. I mean, yeah, I, okay. <laughs> okay, sure, why not? <laughs> But um yeah, I went back to that. I was playing. I say no, I can't. Aff- Yu-Gi-Oh is too expensive right now. Mm-hmm. Something that just, there's no diversity for me. Like you'll have the same different pictures on cards, but they had the same exact effect. Yeah. That's boring to me. So I picked one of those up and was playing. I said, you know, this this nostalgic fact as a kid who mm-hmm. used to like spend every cent I ever had into yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I was game boy stolen. By hooligans. Yeah, well, you know, kids. That's what happens kids. in Yu-Gi-Oh. People just steal your cards. Anyway, Can confirm. <laughs> as a guy who ran Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments oh, and yeah, stole the cards. That's true. I mm-hmm. forgot. Mm-hmm. And that was Game Boy Advance also, right? Yes. Oh, okay. No, one no, though. One that I picked up was for, um, it came out on the DS. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should be looking up to see if there was going to remake a new one for the 3DS. Nothing yet. Mm. Probably might have to. Take one of your things and go buy a Japanese version. <laughs> that series is still alive and kicking. I mean, it's a popular game. 
It's literally the only thing that Konami still makes that's an actual video game. Uh, Pro Evolution Soccer. Konami makes Pro Evolution Soccer? Mm-hmm. Uh, I never, I mean, never played Pro Evolution Soccer. Me either, but it's the only thing they make. Okay. And Pachinko. Which, what? Which is not a video game. It is the video game. Well, I mean, if you put Metal Gear Solid 3 cutscenes <laughs> into it, then it's a great video game, I suppose. Um, other than that, like like Dre said at the beginning, like 2016 is eh for me. Mm. Hoping that this is a lot better. Yeah. That's about it. Okay. Well, for me, uh, to come full circle onto Theo, because the uh, he started with the first Dragon Quest game that was released, and I'm starting with the... I'm ending with the last single-player Dragon Quest game that was released, which is Dragon Quest Nine, mm-hmm. which uh, came out in 2011, maybe? Like, 2008 or so? Oh, shit. <laughs> 2008, 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played the game. I really, really loved it. And... Much as I was want to do, and still kind of do, I just stopped. How's Dragon Quest Seven going for you? I just stopped. <laughs> but Dragon Quest Seven, I didn't like initially the first time I played it. Uh, the original version of it on the, the PlayStation, the play- yes. And this version improved on it, but I'm, I'm still just not a fan of Dragon Quest Seven. Okay. So nine, I said, all right, you know what? I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna finish this game. So I turn on the game, and I have no idea where the hell I am. Because it's been, I don't know, more than half a decade since I uh, last played it. So Of course you had to. So I said, yeah, well, I'll restart. Hmm. What's the worst that can happen? Oh, yeah, there's DLC that's no longer available because the DS doesn't have a internet infrastructure anymore. No, nobody yeah. got closure on that. Dragon Quest 9. It's still early. Nine. Yeah. It came out July 11, 2010. 2010. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Doctor Fact Checker. <laughs> so that's what I'm here for. <laughs> I restarted and lost whatever cool DLC stuff that I had that I had no idea about anymore. Well, if you don't so, know, can't miss it. Don't know, can't miss it. Exactly. <laughs> so when I when I found that, I was like, "Damn, that sucks." I probably never get that back. And then I realized, what, what does it matter? So I I went through and I kept playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, got up to the end, beat the boss, and I was like, "Yes, this is probably my favorite Dragon Quest game." Okay. Uh, and I've I've played all of the mainline ones and a lot of the random spinoffs. Yeah, I really loved it. I thought it was one of the one of the best games that. Uh, I, I guess I'll just say Enix. Not not just not just Square Enix. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the best games that they ever made. Yeah, uh, especially in that series. It's a little unfortunate that it took me as long as it did. I don't think so at all. But uh, you finally got back to it. Yeah, and then I was I was like, what other games that I just kind of put down that I could beat? <laughs> and I went and got back my Bravely Default that I lent to a friend. Yeah, and then I haven't played it. Since I got it back, because <laughs> good job to be continued on Bravely Default. As soon as I got it back, I'm like, "All right, cool. I'm I'm, I'm gonna play." And, uh, I'm in chapter seven. I'm not even in chapter eight. <laughs> you know, still feeling that fatigue. Uh, you know what's funny? I remember when you guys were going crazy about this game, and then the second one came out, and nobody blinked an eye. It was like, Bleh. you know, no. I played the demo, and it was just like, I played this already when it was called Bravely Default. 
We talking about David Bravely, Bravely for two. Yeah. Oh, second. okay. Like nobody, you guys didn't say nothing about it at all. But you I, guys loved the first one. Didn't even start it up. Still. Yeah, I wasn't ready for another one yet. Yeah. Maybe at some point you will be. Who knows? I keep telling myself that. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe 2017 is the year that the you job play system. it, and then you go ahead and say, that's going to be the game that I played in our 2017 episode of this episode. Mm-hmm. What? Wait, huh? Yes. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, I'm going to take a short break and come back with a slightly more 2016-centric version of this uh, board show. to actually talk about 2016 now so we're going to start it off with a game that didn't quite make the cut maybe because it's flying under the radar we think it's good enough but maybe not a top three material or whatever reason Mm -hmm. but it's a game that you know we we would like but it's not quite in our top three for whatever reason uh so i'm going to start with you so my game will have to be a small little indie title called Fury. Mm. F U R I. I saw this game. It was free on a PlayStation Network not too long ago. I didn't even know about that, but uh, during Steam's winter sale, they had a, a sale on this game, and I seen it was highly rated. So I was like, "Oh, let me watch this uh, gameplay video." Instantly sold. It had everything I love: style, good music. A dude with a sword, hack and slash. Like I was like, oh wow, I am sold on this game. Bought it immediately. Did you actually play it? I got to the second to last boss in that game. So the game is basically boss rush. The game. You, <laughs> I don't know if you um guys remember the Afro Samurai games. Yeah. It was I think the character designer did a character design for this game, but it's you are tasked with breaking out of jail. <laughs> And it's it's cosmic jail or whatever, and cosmic jail. Yes, and like Guardians of the Galaxy type, something like that. But each each jail cell has a different theme and setting and layout. So like this guy, this Mister Rabbit, I think he's called. He's walking you through the story and like giving you exposition. There's there's a walk button. Like they they don't even want you to waste your time when you're not fighting you just press the a button and you're just walking to the next story beat and as you're walking to the next story beat you finally beat the boss and you see why the the guy the prisoner was in jail uh-huh. and you the gameplay in that game is just amazing 
It's hard as fuck. The combat is good. The music that ramps up with each stage of the boss fight is amazing. Like, okay, so a little thing that you guys should know about me. I um I got into vinyl collecting. Oh god. Why? <laughs> this thing again. I <laughs> I don't know. I wanted something tangible. I like physical goods and I love music. So uh you know CDs exist, right? Yeah, but it's not the same. Okay. I'm just gonna rip it to my computer right. and just listen to it like that. But um I got to like the second stage and I was like, okay, exit like alt tabbed out the game, went to their website, I was like, Fury Vinyl. They had it, and I was like, order immediately. Is it blue? Is it a blue? It is game? actually blue. I figured it. But that game is very blue. Yes, and the um the B side is pink. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's um very interesting. So it's kinda like the Nintendo Switch controller. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you call it, Joe? Um Billy and Jimmy? Billy and Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> but um that game is very fun. The why it's not my top pick and like my top three. It's it's just a little too hard. Maybe I'm just not good enough for it, but some of the later bosses just fuck you up. It's hard to the point where it's not fun. Yeah. You you came over, Joe, and saw me just uh, beat a boss. Uh, you saw the cutscene. Yeah, I saw the cutscene. I didn't see you actually do anything. I'm yeah, like, and that boss that I happened to beat when you came over took me maybe about three days to beat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna... That's a long amount of time to play the game. It is a long amount of time, but... I don't like hard games at all. So when I enjoy game playing games, I immediately put it to the hardest stage because no matter how much times I lose, I feel like I'm learning with the systems. And that game, you feel like you're learning with it, but it's a little hard. Okay. Yeah. But I uh, sounds like it sounds kind of like a revengeance kind of thing. It's it's yeah. It's pretty much that. Great music, great design. I enjoy it a lot, but just not top three a lot. Cool. Sounds like an instant pass for me. <laughs> oh yeah, it's also a, a twin stick shooter. It's twin stick. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> hack and you slash. Should have led with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a hack and slash twin stick shooter. Should have led with that. Yeah. This is only on the PC. Uh, on the PlayStation also. Hmm. Yeah. Very fun game. I unfortunately didn't beat it because the last boss is the second to last boss is I think impossible. I will beat it. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Anthony's trying to order it right now. <laughs> I want to see how much it costs. <laughs> By like $15. And you can purchase it right now on the and PlayStation Store for the low, low price of now loading price. <laughs> I thought she was going to say $9.99. What am I, JBL? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the WWE. <laughs> Joe, what do you got for us? Well, nothing. Um... I'm I'm gonna go ahead and snipe Chris over here because he ain't here to complain about it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm gonna have to say AM2R. Mm. Uh, which before you start, I'll just say that uh, Chris sent us a message about it and gave AM2R his game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's probably the only person who has it at that point. Yeah. So Joe, uh, you're gonna be the voice of both yourself and Chris <laughs> as to why this should be game of the year and not quite game of the year. Well, okay. Let's start with the reason why it's not quite game of the year. Mm-hmm. First off, it's not really an official game. <laughs> well, it's I mean, it's not. It was a fan made game. A oh, very good one. A very good one that's been in development for, I don't know, well over a decade? Yep. Long time. Long, long time. And Metroid 2 was a game that needed 
absolutely needed some kind of update. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna remake a Metroid games, yeah. Metroid Two needed one. So they did what they did that with Metroid One, uh, but nothing ever happened for Metroid Two, and it's probably one of the most important games in the Metroid storyline. Mm. Now we all know Met- Nintendo just doesn't care about Metroid anymore. <laughs> they so barely cared about it before. It fell upon this guy with a little bit of ambition and a lot of patience to do this himself. So I watched the development of this game. Not really closely, but saw snippets of it as it evolved and uh, changed over the course of the years. Mm-hmm. So when it was finally released, I was very excited. You know, I I wanted to play Metroid Two again without actually playing Metroid Two, and yeah, it was it was fun for the amount of time I got to play it. You know, and it didn't really last that very long. It was out for like a week and a half, and then. Gone forever. Cease and desist. Cease and desist. Because, you know, Nintendo has to protect their legal property. Yep, they got to do what they got to do. Exactly. And everybody understand that. And, you know, there's some bitterness behind there. Like, oh, you, Nintendo doesn't release any Metroid games. So the controversy behind that probably knocked it down a few notches. Mm. And not being an official release probably, honestly, kind of disqualifies things, I think, mm. for the most part. I mean, it's hard when you... When you take somebody else's stuff and make things with it, yeah. To I mean, it's, it's at what it. point does it become fan fiction? Because it did take a lot of liberties with things. Yeah, but the basic it. premise, the basic premise is is there. You are an SR eighty eight, SR three eight. You're there to destroy the Metroids. You find the baby Metroid and you leave the planet. That's Metroid really, two in a nutshell. Yeah, Metroid two in a nutshell, and. It's the that's the game's story is important for that reason alone. Mm-hmm. So, so the reason that I like this game so much is it it needed. I feel that it needed to happen. A, a, a Metroid game is well overdue, especially a, a Metroid, a traditional Metroid game like mm-hmm. that. Right. Um. It was very well designed from a. From a level from level standpoint and an adaptation standpoint, mm-hmm. you could see where like if you had played Metroid Two, you could see where each area fit into the original game. You know there was the, there's a lot of conjecturing and you know adding adding additional stuff to it because the original Metroid Two is kind of just a it's a blank slate. There's very few things actually going on that are unique, mm-hmm. so. A lot of liberties were taken with the the design aesthetic, but going through the game and you know finding you know fi- finding the, the evolved form of the Metroids felt actually like you were actually progressing toward like towards the end. Like you could in the original Metroid Two, the the, the evolved Metroids were just kind of just like sponges, mm-hmm. but these felt like actual different fights each time. They were hard. You could feel you can feel the level of evolution going in, mm. in into each step to where you got to the the Omega Metroid, okay. and it's like shit. This is this is incredibly hard. difficult mm-hmm. and like punishing, especially if you played on the harder difficulty. Then it felt it felt like an actual real first encounter with something i have i'm unfamiliar with this yeah i don't know how to beat this and it kicked my ass the first time and i think that was very well designed and i really appreciated the game for that Mm. 
Um, the extra the extra stuff that they added to the Metroid Two SR three D eighty eighty world I thought was very impressive. I like the escape from the power plant where like in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the Metroid game you have to do the escape thing. Yeah, yeah. They they took the they took the escape trope from Metroid and kind of changed up the way you'd expect it. Yeah, it was nice. Mm-hmm. I really like the uh, the almost getting out thing. Right uh, yeah, I'm gonna spoil the crap out of this because it's really not important. <laughs> so you couldn't actually get out. It's always just like you almost get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I thought I was just like, damn, I didn't get out, and I, like some things got shattered. But you actually can't. That's nope, that's yeah. That's uh, they cut it. They they cut the timer close. I mean, they like they 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 time it so that it's fair for you to make a few a few mistakes and get out. But mm. it still feels really tight. Mm. Like I, I remember doing like, oh crap, I'm not gonna make it, I'm not gonna make it, and then like the get to the end, and it's like, I'm going to unlock now, and the timer's ticking. You're standing, you see the exit, like, oh my god, come on, please. It was very well conveyed. Yeah, it was very well conveyed. You can see every, like every every step along the way was just this this guy poured a lot into it, and really appreciate it. So that's why I think it deserves a spot in my honorable mentions. That and it was just it's a Metro game and it's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you, if you were to just one day go back and play the Metro ser- um, yeah. series, is it first mission, this, three, oh, Super Metroid, and then Fusion? I don't really think I could ever really play Metroid 2 as it is. Okay. Anymore. So this is like de facto the way you would play it if this you is were what, to this go the way. The I, if I wanted to go through the Metroid as a as a story progression kind of thing, then yeah, we play this over Metroid Metroid Two on the Game Boy. Metroid Two on the it's just a hard. It's hard, like Andrew said. Andre said to you earlier, it's a hard game to play in 2016. Mm-hmm. There's no map. All the areas look the same. Mm-hmm. It's very ar- archaic kind of combat. Samus is like Samus is gigantic compared to the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a. I don't want to say the definitive Metroid Two experience, but it kind of is the fan game. But it kind of is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So Spider Ball mechanics, by the way, amazing, unchanged <laughs> from the Game Boy version. I'm like that had to be intentional. <laughs> like you had like so long to like just make this different, but you. It, and, you know, to be fair, he did. You know, there's some there's there are ways to change the Spider Ball mechanics, but that's just a classic. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was intentional. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, you know, this wonky spider woman mechanics. So I'm like, ah, I remember how this controls. It's terrible and it's weird and I like it this way. <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off there, but nah, no problem. Yeah. So what do you have for us, uh, Anthony? Well, this game is pretty much on everybody's top for 2016, but because I haven't got much playtime with it, I'm going to say Final Fantasy 15. Nice. Um, well, I only probably played probably about two and a half hours of it. Mm-hmm. Really loved the game. Like I just the last thing I remember about the game, um, I think I just got to the second my second city. Okay. So like I didn't just got the first two um king's weapons. Yeah, real arms. Yeah, yeah. Got those. I'm like, okay, pretty pretty cool. I remember I was asking Dreadbot. He was like, "Well, I can't tell you what it is." I'm like, "Okay, well now I know what they are." <laughs> 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 like, 
I really like the game. It's something different for me. I'm it's like it's out of my element of games. Yeah. Typical just sports game shooters, Pokemon, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So a whole different setting. And I love open world games. Mm-hmm. Um what I like about the game is like you can sit there and just roam roam through the entire like open world without doing the story missions. Like you don't necessarily like have to do it. Yeah. You can like roam around, discover caves. Like I love I love the whole cave slash dungeon part yeah. to the game. Love they, that. That, that game handles it very well. Yeah. One thing only thing I find annoying about the game so far is I don't remember the name of the enemies. They jump out of the the ships. Oh, the Magitek. Magitek, Magitek yeah, they're annoying. Don't worry, they'll get not only will they be annoying, but they'll get pretty hard too. Like I one I have a little story. Like I'm fighting the Magitechs, they're like two levels above me. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Next thing you know, this big ass robot jumps out the ship with oh, it, and I'm the like, Metal what Gear. The fuck is this? Yep, that's a uh, like, Magitech armor. I'm like, okay, you know, these are two two levels higher than me. Probably gonna be like five levels higher than mm-hmm. me. These things that like sixty levels higher than me. I'm just like, what the fuck? Hey, gonna give you a little secret. Try to run away, dead. I'm like, great. Give you a little secret. Just throw thunder at them. Just throw thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. They're dead. Use your magic. They're dead. You know, it's funny. I don't use them in magic as often as I. You shouldn't. Is a destructive force. <laughs> <laughs> so then, that's like I just, I just nothing's wrong with the game. Really, mm-hmm. it's just that I myself haven't given the time. Yeah, I think I'll really enjoy it. This is this is probably this is gonna be my first. This is my first Final Fantasy game that. I've, yeah, their Cerberus doesn't count. So, no. So this is my first. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first Final Fantasy game. Like, I really, I really like it so far. I'm, I'm really Final excited Fantasy that you love it. Proper this. at that. Yeah. I'm yeah, really like, excited that you like this I, game. Just, I'm trying to get out of my element, mm-hmm. so like this is definitely gonna help up with it. Yeah, I don't have much to say. I'm sorry about that. What, no, 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 no. What, is, what does the opening text crawl say? Uh, a Final Fantasy for fans and first timers. There you go. Yeah. Doesn't really crawl though. <laughs> yeah, you know what I meant. It just kind of just kind of stays there. Yeah, a little too long. A little bit. Skip. <laughs> Skip. Like, um, there was rumors about a, a, like a, a multiplayer. For, no, like, it's not that's, that's happening. It's happening. Yep. So how was like my question is how would would it be like fourteen? I guess besides the character creation, I assume Ignis each... cook off. Oh, oh boy, don't so... don't tease me, please. <laughs> <laughs> so Do not tease me. Oh my god. <laughs> but how <laughs> how would that work with this particular? Um, I is I'm pie in the sky. I'm just assuming that you would take. Four of your friends would take control of each of those team members. So somebody would be... Because Noctis can equip all their weapons. So the gameplay wouldn't change that much. I want to play the guy that takes the pictures. Okay. Oh, boy. You will shoot things. <laughs> with the camera. That's and, what with I, guns. and with a gun. You know, with I never thought about camera. it until just it's now. It's Final Fantasy. It's, it's, it's Final Fantasy. It's a gun camera, right? It's and a gun camera. Game. It's a gun camera. Yeah, it's a gun camera. It's a gun camera. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Once you put a gun in front of something, it's totally legit. Yeah. I, I knew you would want that character because he also has all of Edgar's tools. <laughs> he does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the Edgar was, Edgar was Josh's guy, don't forget. Yeah, but I mean, he's like a blatant Final Fantasy VI like, uh, he's equipment set. He's a Final Fantasy VI guy? He's mm-hmm. a Final Fantasy VI equipment set. Yeah. Okay. Outside of guns. He's good. <laughs> they didn't even take the training wheels off yet. So there's a lot more. Oh, you, you're in for it. Yeah. You're in for it. It's coming. This game is coming. You better you better find I a way mean, to play well, it. Well, there's two Final Fantasy games I have to play now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, one is distinctly different than the other. Distinctly different. Mm. 
and yet both are distinctly different from all the other ones before. Yeah. It is very true. <laughs> I guess 12 is pretty similar to 14. They actually even reuse a lot of assets. I didn't notice that. Like, the transition borders between areas are the same as they are uh, in 12. Right, yeah. They're, you know that those giant, like, those, like, double and humanoid size birdmen that just, like, walk around and mm -hmm. I found some of those guys in, like, in a level 40 area. Okay. It's just like, I recognize you. You look very familiar. <laughs> so, I'm I'm glad you are finally getting into Final Fantasy 15, despite the fact we've told you to play Final Fantasy for years. What's your point? <laughs> he needs to come at his own like, pace. This, this is the one that gets you. Yeah. This one. Better late than never. Yeah, well, I, I guess this is the first one since we've met you that, you know, actual numbered Final Fantasy game has been released. 13? 30. That's right. We did know you for 13, didn't and, we? And why didn't you tell me about 13? Well, so you know, 13 is kind of like the redheaded stepchild. It's, of... the, it's the chapter 13 of the Final Fantasy series. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the 8 and 13 get really bad reputations. Three, I feel two. like 8 is deserved and, only and 13 deserves is it. not. It was a funny thing. Actually, I actually... Which Final Fantasy was um on the front cover? The guy's like a yellow shirt with like a sword. Ten. Okay, I I played. I didn't really play it. Like a little bit. Yeah. Like probably half an hour. You played the soccer. Pretty the much. Water soccer. <laughs> water, water soccer. Water math yeah. soccer. And then that's about it. Hockey polo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why? All right. So my choice, and I, I had a hard time really nailing it down because there's two games in this category for me and neither of these guys are going to be in my top three so <laughs> uh i'm making a choice between dragon quest builders and fire emblem fates and i'm going to give it to fire emblem fates and it's a wise decision i uh i really hate this game yep <laughs> that's Likewise. why it's on this list <laughs> and, and that's and that's the worst part about it because for everything that game gives me to not like it, I played it for 170 hours and I enjoyed most of it. Which is insane. So you're a contradiction. It, it's a very contradictory game. It's, it's its whole premise is kind of based on a contradiction, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to like it. I really did. Like, I bought both of them. Wow. I really wanted to like this game. I just fell off like cold turkey, just like that. You were it, all it was, about this in February. Zach, I, I, I really yeah. I was so excited for yeah. all about this. It was threatening to for me to do that too. I was just like, this storyline is really bad. <laughs> Abysmally bad. And I can stomach a bad storyline if the game has good gameplay and the gameplay was wasn't quite there for me, and then all of a sudden something it just clicked. So let me and offer like, let me offer an analogy. You order food, you're starving, your food arrives. You hate it, but you're hungry. So you eat it. So you eat it. It's, is that Fire Emblem Fates? Yeah. Except you start liking it. Ah. Oh. It's like... <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this Japanese plum candy. Oh, God. Wait, wait. Time out. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah, we're going to take a time out because we want to hear some of the ways in which Theo described the taste I, of this I'm, candy. First explain, Dre, how this plum candy to you tastes like. Uh, so I believe I said, hey guys, do you remember that Geico commercial with the raccoons? Mm -hmm. And the raccoons are like, oh, this is terrible. You got to try it. Uh huh. That was 
you know, nice piece of hot garbage that the... That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It's like the worst thing I've ever tasted in it's, my life. It's not... So, you gave one to me, and I was like, okay, it's an interesting flavor. It tastes like licking salt off of a stove. That's a very interesting <laughs> way to put it, and um, not appetizing to me. Not... I mean... It's not not appetizing. It has character. Oh, character! I'm eating one right now, and it's um, it makes you think about life. <laughs> you know what? You know what it tastes to me? Mm. It's it tastes like personal trainer flavor. Okay. <laughs> like it was a gym visit condensed inside a little tablet. You know what? <laughs> That's not wrong. It's not wrong. <laughs> Okay, you can continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a fire flavored candy from the from the very beginning uh, of j- just the release of the game. It was threatening to turn me turn turn me off from mm-hmm. it because I still don't see why this needed to be three different games. <laughs> I forgot it was three games. Did anybody really... play the third one? Oh, uh, yeah, played I, I played little it little. a little bit, but then by the, by the time I got onto it, I was just so burnt, burnt out, out yeah. that I said, "I'm I'm just gonna put it down." What once? Once I, and I started with con, uh, con, Conquest. Conquest, yes. Yeah, I started with Nor, and not only is the storyline nonsensical, but the game is, is hard. It's set up to be closer to classic classic difficulty Fire Emblem, where Hoshido is set up to be more like Awakening. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of a struggle, but at some point I realized, hey, they put on this internet stuff for a reason. And the game stopped being hard. I and it started t- being very enjoyable. I told you, I remember you told me that. And I was like, oh, what are you talking about? And he kind of explained it to me. And I just spent about two weeks just grinding skills. And the game became... Well, I was playing Birthright. And the game is not hard at all. But then you start trivial, break it in half. It becomes trivial. And that is when I realized, I think I really like this game. <laughs> uh, it, it took a little bit. And maybe there was some hacking involved on the end of the people who put skills onto characters that they can't possibly have, mm-hmm. and then distributed them so that almost everybody has these unattainable skills, like uh, the skill that increases your level up qualities, which is on which everybody has it. Almost a requirement because the RNG in this game is so anti you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's excomish. Like, it's. How can I set up this fighter to never get a strength level up, like your uh, like your Silas? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I I sent you the picture of my Silas, and I'm like, like, wow, he's great in magic. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> my knight is so awesome at magic. Uh, I don't. I if you asked me why I like this game, I couldn't actually tell you. Like, I can't point to any one specific reason as to why I really like the game. Besides the. F- General Fire Emblem Combat. Except for the General Fire Emblem Combat, which is usually good. And I think that the the combat in this game is the best in the series. But it takes a lot of effort to open it up. And if you're you're playing on Hoshido, you have to earn it or buy the the DLC. Mm -hmm. So I bought the DLC. Good for you, Dre. (laughs) Should you show them? I did too. (laughs) Screw this. Uh, so I hate your game. Let me throw money at you. Maybe, maybe, maybe I should have just given it the Dragon Quest Builders. You know? <laughs> You're thinking about it now, right? Yeah. Like I, 
a game you actually enjoyed. It's it's crazy. Like I I didn't put as much hours as Dre did, but about touching maybe 130 hours. The same thing happened to you. And I I couldn't stop putting I couldn't stop playing that game. And I just stopped one day and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I'm I'm not grinding towards anything because there's no post game in the game. And while I was having fun breaking things, it was it was no challenge anymore. I'm like, I, and I was hot the, on this. The challenge game. is as far as your mind can take you. You're right. You're right. That's not something we want. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I definitely started a max difficulty run with uh, in, with permadeath. Oh, um, lunatic, lunatic permadeath. Oh, okay, I, I definitely started that, and I probably would have kept going if I just didn't that's, hit the burnout. Point. No, that's too much. It's way too much. Uh, but you couldn't out level that. That that game that mode was set up that you could not out level. Uh, it was okay. literally you. Ha- each battle was like a puzzle that you had to solve, mm. and you could be level one or you could be level twenty. Uh, if you did not understand what they were trying to get, trying to the solution they were trying to get you to reach, mm-hmm. you would not beat that level. So I thought it was I I thought it was a lot better than how they handled lunatic mode in Awakening. Which is basically, we're just going to put like eight levels on every monster. Yep. And throw it at you. I don't like difficulty, like false difficulty like Sponges, that, where yeah. you just say, I'm just going to make the enemies blatantly more powerful. Mm-hmm. I like I like the, the, that they said, we're going to make it more like a puzzle where you have to understand what's going on in the battle to fix Much it. Much like this plum candy. It's a puzzle you have to understand. Fail. I think we need to go to our, our top our top three games. So we're going to do that while Theo enjoys the rest of this atrocious game. I wouldn't say enjoy. You just said you liked it. I just, I mean, it's like Fire Emblem. Oh, <laughs> Fire Emblem Fates flavored candy. You're eating it, but you don't know why. Tastes like disappointment <laughs> and happiness. I just can't stop. Time. for our top three game of the year so we're just going to go around the table and uh each person will give the three games that from 2016 that they felt deserve the top spot and once they do that the other three people at the table will then say what we want you to talk about Mm. i will say that none of this is being rehearsed so we don't know what (laughs) each other is going to pick so Guys, don't have anything on your top three that you can't talk about. Yep. Because that's going to make some really bad radio. <laughs> <laughs> or fun. Because you know we're going to pick the one you're not ready for. Okay. That's how it always works. Yep. <laughs> so, so I think I'll be fine with this one, then. <laughs> Theo, you are on the hot seat. Ooh, all right. So uh, my three games in no particular order is Hyperlight Drifter, Final Fantasy 15, and Super Hot. 
All right. Joe. Super hot. <laughs> Anthony. Super hot. <laughs> Does majority rule? Yeah, so my vote doesn't matter, but I'm going to give it to Super Hot anyway. All right. Yeah. This is a- because this is episode six, which is our most listened to episode. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the only episode that has been listened to for every month that we have been active. <laughs> and had probably the longest con of any episode. Ugh, so, if, so uh, good. So if we have any new listeners, or sorry, new viewers. This is um, new hearing. Maybe we can start calling them listeners now. <laughs> Uh, my great friend Joe this did an, guy did an amazing troll where so if you guys know the meme of um, super hot fire I I guess I kind of look like the guy twins <laughs> that's your twin he's a um, he's a amazing battle rapper he he's like probably a million to zero I don't know he's never lost he's never lost never he's, he's lost. super hot fire he's Amazingly awesome. So um, I happened to go to Vegas on my birthday. My fiance brought me out. My then girlfriend brought me out there. And Joe, through the whole time of my trip, is like, hey, tell me you listen to podcast. Tell me you listen to podcast. I'm like, okay, Joe, I'm, I'm kind of doing stuff. I'll, I'll listen to it. So um, tell him I'm listening to it. And I think he asked about the time, the timestamp of the podcast. And I told him I was like, ah, about 20 minutes in. At that moment, I got an email saying that I have super hot in my Steam library. And I'm like, Joe is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and at the point of that episode, uh, when, he, when he was wondering, in the episode, he said, Theo, I'm giving you this game right now. Yes. And I was like, this is amazing. The longest con ever. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I tried very hard to set that up. It, and you... It was very difficult. It, and it paid off. All right. Very good. And um, So talk about Super Hot. It would have been amazing. It would have been even more funny if the game was shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's actually um, pretty good. It's, my, it, it's a very good shell of a game, if you ask me. Uh, okay, so uh, this game is... The whole premise of this game is you're in this virtual reality world. You're like an assassin. And everything in the world stops... When you're not moving. I love, or, the, I love the premise. Yeah. I love it, it. You're not moving. Nothing in the world is moving. As soon as you like fire a bullet or a move, everything starts to play. It's like pressing pause or play so on that a... That sounds a, pretty cool. It's it's amazing. So you go through stages where like a dude would fucking like run up to you with a gun. You punch him in the face, take his gun, shoot him. Throw the gun to a dude on the side, run up to him, take his shotgun, shoot like three dudes behind you that just came in with katanas. You now take their katanas, throw it down the... It's And that's just a level. It's create your own action sequence. Yeah, and, and it always makes you look cool because when you beat the game... Oh, not sorry. When you beat each level, it now shows what you did in that level. And you're like, fuck yeah. I did that. Does it show it at, at actual speed? Actual yeah. speed, yes. Nice. The, thing, the thing about it is, is that you're moving around so much, it doesn't really look clean because that's very, very jerky. Yeah. You you can get good enough where it's a trial and error game. And you get good enough where you're like, okay, I know where this guy's going to come. I know where this guy's going to come. So you kind of you kind of anticipate the movements before, you know, certain dudes come with guns and 
your, your action does look better as you play the game. And they have this thing called um, Killstagram where you post your videos on. And it's in the game that has a real life social media network. So you like look up the the top views and then you'll see like, oh shit, fuck, I could play that stage like that. That's amazing. Yeah. I remember there was one there was one stage where you're like you put in like a little mini hallway and some guy's shooting a bullet at you mm-hmm. and the stage tries to get you to go around the guy. But I'm like, screw this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna charge him yeah. and dodge bullets along the way. Because I'm like, that's gonna make an awesome action sequence. Yep. Actually it looked really jerky. I'm like, <laughs> it turned out to not look really good, but I'm like this while I was doing, I'm like, this is gonna look so good. <laughs> So, like, just going through and, like, trying to get a cool-looking sequence mm-hmm. was a good part of this game. But I feel like this game is a tech demo for something that th- this mechanic can be a, just a, a core a, a core part of the gameplay for. I agree with Joe to a certain extent because I, I, I believe when I came on the podcast, I likened it to the first Portal game mm-hmm. where that was very tech demo-y, but it, it had something there enough where... I think Portal 1 is an amazing game. Right. Tech demo or not, and they refined it on Portal 2. So I do agree with Joe that a Super Hot 2 would be mind-numbly amazing. But what's there now is is one of the coolest things I've ever done in a video game. Like you, 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 slap, you slap a theme on this. Yeah. And put more bells and whistles into the combat. I think you have something really great. Yeah. Like, could this yeah. be um, Max Payne 5 in, in any world? You know, I never thought about that. I don't. I, this game kind of plays with the whole VR and you're in the world, and it, so the startup screen in the game is um, like kind of a docs box situation where you're um, typing in commands and stuff like that to get to the game, like um, superhot.exe, and then you load the game up. So I kind of it was I I couldn't help but roll my eyes at those at those parts. I thought game. it was fine. I I think Max Payne probably plays it a little too straight to venture into this uh, i don't know about max playing pain playing anything <laughs> compared to what this game have oh, i i don't okay i don't think it would work but maybe but um this was when i thought back on the games i enjoy the most like i have 120 hours into final fantasy 15 like i love that game but this game i'm just smiling the whole time it's very short too it's like maybe four hours long well you know part and part i think part of your enjoyment of the game is definitely the surprise of <laughs> actually yeah getting the, game the way you because i knew no, i knew nothing about it before joe gifted it to me on yeah Steam. it just seemed like a game you would enjoy yeah and i i, I thank you for that yeah yeah all right i nice. don't think i'll ever top that <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't, I, that's it i peaked um if i was to put this game in a category i would probably put in the game most likely to make me think i'm not a rapper <laughs> sure great category <laughs> Oh, we're doing categories? Yeah, why not? Right. I guess. <laughs> uh, Joe. <laughs> All right. Did I, th- wait. I think this is going to be hard. It is. Well, I actually managed to, uh, to get three. Wow. And I think I'm cheating a little bit with one of them. <laughs> but um, first one is Witcher 3 Blood and Wine, mm-hmm. which is which wins the award, the category award for... Best representation of French people. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is Overwatch, which wins the best replacement for Team Fortress award. <laughs> okay. And third one is Dark Souls 3, which is game that bored me the least. 
Wow. I'm actually surprised Dark Souls 3 is on that list. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I had to stretch a little bit to get it there, but yeah. You know, I put some I put some hours into Dark Souls 3. All right. So, Theo, what what's he going to talk about? I'll give him a watch. Anthony? Dark Souls. <laughs> kind of want to hear this Dark Souls, actually, because uh, I remember you complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, this is on there by default. <laughs> well, we gotta be we gotta be real with you. So yeah. we've had we've had Joe be the salt the salt lick for most of the year. So we it, I I feel that it's only proper for his game of the year speech to be about salt lick. Yep. So I'm totally totally cool with this. I'm absolutely cool with this. So Dark Souls three, yeah. Um, I went, I went into this with uh, mixed expectations because I had seen I had seen gameplay of Bloodborne. Kind of liked what I saw out of Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was very soulsy, but like I was hoping that the the um, some of the changes that they made to the to that kind of game from software like were going to go into Dark Souls three, and then they they kind of they kind of did put some mm-hmm. of it in there. Uh, they you know they learned from. Dark Souls one and two. What made? I would hope they had made what a would be a good replacement for a hack and slash series. You know, like kind of grindy, difficult combat. You know, so going into Dark Souls three, I was you know I knew I pretty much knew what to expect. It's a Dark Souls game, yep, and I hated Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tolerated Dark Souls one. <laughs> I actually kind of like Dark Souls one. I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. Enough that I went back to it after you know a couple of playthroughs and finally found my groove. And I went into that. I went into Dark Souls three with the with that knowledge that you know I'm not gonna play spellcaster because I hate them in the soul seat. The they are not games. good. They are not good. They're usually my go to in RPG. So I'm like I'm just gonna pick a guy with a sword and do the sword and shield thing because. Mm-hmm. Whatever, right? So, going through the game, I immediately found what would be my weapon for the whole game, and that really kind of pissed me off. <laughs> how far? How far into the game did it take you to find it? Um, I'd say about a quarter through. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I I forgot the name of the sword was, but it had it had like the best scaling to the stat. That I wanted mm-hmm. in the game, and it was a, a very solid weapon. Animations was easy to hit with. Was good in both one-handed and two-handed mode. So I'm like, why would I ever replace this? And I tried. Lord knows I tried. Mm-hmm. And I was getting into it for a while. Um, but I just found the whole experience to be kind of boring. But like I said, bored me the least. <laughs> <laughs> Of all the games in 2016 that were not <laughs> Blood and Wine and Overwatch. I hate. <laughs> um, yeah, what do, you, what do you want me to say other than I didn't hate this game as much as I thought I would? <laughs> Riveting. High praise. High praise. Riveting. I did actually go through it once in like half of a second playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um so I want. I wanted to see more of, of more of the game. I think I tried going through with like a cleric, the second time through because I wanted some sort of. I, I wanted the character that used magic because I like magic and RPGs. Mm-hmm. 
but I didn't want to do a pure magic class because f- fuck magic and from software games. Hate that, hate it. Dang. Can't stand it. Let's do the Pyromancer. Yeah, that kind of is the best one, isn't yeah. it? And I did that in Dark Souls 1. Yep. And it was just like, eh, whatever. I think the game is more made for yeah, it's, close it's, combat. It's absolutely made for that. Yeah, because just running away and cat, I'm like, okay, I'm just kiting everything. Mm-hmm. This is, but at the end of the day, it was still just a Dark Souls game. And, I mean, it was nice and it was pleasant at times, but the whole atmosphere is very drab. The storytelling is non-existent. You, you have to search yeah. for it, but yeah, yeah. You do. I agree. And the sense of direction was very skewed. It felt like I was lost a lot of the time, which I get is kind of the point of the game. Mm-hmm. But being like being direction, being direct, directionless for as long as I was kind of turned me off from yeah. it. And eventually, I just turned it off and just never went back. And if I was to say my biggest knock for the game would be is that it's just boring. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I love Demon Souls. The, First platinum I've ever gotten on the, the PlayStation system. And um, Dark Souls 2 came out. Loved it. Dark, no, sorry. Dark Souls 1 came out. I loved it. Dark Souls 2 came out. And that game is weird and different and in some ways bad, but at least tried a lot of interesting things. Yeah. It seems like with Dark Souls 3, they they saw what people were complaining about and was like, oh, let's just make Dark Souls 1 again. Yeah, that's, is, is, that, Dark yeah. Souls, is Dark Souls was, 1 remix? You know what? It was, yeah, Xenoverse. That was, that was, that's the comparison <laughs> yeah. I was about to make. Yeah, that's, that's the comparison I was about to make. Maybe that's why it was boring because I'm like, I played this game already. It, when it was called yeah. Dark Souls 1. And like, I had a friend in my uh, uh, my Steam chat hit me up the other day and was like, ah, have you played Dark Souls yet? And I was like, yeah, I got middle way through it. He's like, oh, what you think about it? I was like, it's fine. It's just extremely boring. Yeah. You know what? This, this game really could stand for more spectacle mm. which is what i'm when i see when i see a game like neo yeah and that looks the game looks amazing which game is it neo you that's know that samurai yeah style. It's, out already? Dark Souls. it's coming soon very next soon. month next yeah. month february 8th i believe it, look, it, it looks if, extremely if, yeah i remember yeah it, all it's gonna take with, between that and final fantasy 15 all it's gonna take is one more solid ex- console exclusive horizon for me to pick up a PS4. Cool. Let's say, say that one more time. It's it, all it's going to take is one more good-looking console exclusive for me to pick up a PS4. I'm saying Horizon, Mecha, Witcher. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I take a closer look at it, because I was kind of mad on Neo as well. Okay. But like the more I look at the game, like, like this is kind of uh, more what I wanted in yeah. a Dark Souls game. That has, really that has this. Has this. Has first off, it has color. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an automatic plus in my book. Uh-huh. Um the combat looked varied and amazing. That's that's important to me. Yeah. That was that was my you know what? Dark Souls had like the non varied combat. Mm-hmm. It was either, you know, you hold hold your shield up and wait for your opportunity. That's exactly that's how I played not, it. It's not varied combat, yeah. if you ask me. That's granted, I'm sure there's more efficient ways of playing, mm-hmm. but when you're reflexes aren't as good as they used to be. That's the way you do it. Yeah. Old man gaming. Yeah. Old man gaming. <laughs> so, Neo, Neo, like, Neo, this looks like it has more varied combat, and that really appeals to me. Variety. Yeah. Variety. Choice. Even if, they, if it's just the illusion of choice. You know, if I think I'm, if I think I'm having fun, I'm still having fun. 
<laughs> so in this episode, we find out that Joe likes variety. Yes. Yeah, we always knew that. But maybe the viewers didn't. Know that. <gasps> I like variety in my video. I like options in my video game. Mm-hmm. You get you you give me a lot of stuff, and I get to pick one of those things, or all of those things, <laughs> but not too many at the same time. <laughs> de- look at you, Deus Ex. Mm-hmm. divided. Hey Joe, <laughs> Final Fantasy Twelve uh, Zodiac Age is coming out with the international job system. Yeah, with twelve jobs. And six characters, and when you make your choice, you're locked into yeah. it. Yeah. Imagine the combination. Scary. <laughs> mm. I like that. It's final. That's you'll notice. A, it's you'll PS4 notice by the PS4 way, title. You'll notice by the way that Deus Ex: Mankind Divided did not fall into any of my lists. I wasn't expecting. I was surprised. Severe disappointment there. Mm. Severe. You liked it at first. I did when I was able to toss for it, and then I ran That's... out of fridges to toss. And then you <laughs> shelved the game. Yeah, because you know what? At the end of the day. Prague was boring. Okay. Prague was very dull. More the, than the more bonus. than Detroit. <laughs> well, it's Detroit. <laughs> you know, you know, shit's real in Detroit. You're in Prague. You're like, okay, whatever, Europe. <laughs> and the story just put me to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I just stopped. I really stopped caring. It there was not a. Uh, it, it was not the Deus Ex adventure I was expecting, but you know I got way off topic here. Ah, yeah, and I'm sure Anthony's waiting to give his answer. So let's go and hit Anthony up then. What is in your top three, right. you fellow hater of 2016? <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're doing categories now, so um, first game off, of course, talk about it all the time. Destiny, Rise of Iron, that was the DLC. Mm-hmm. I'm a DLC on the on our yeah those, those count by the way <laughs> when they're good yeah. yeah when they're good yes when they're expansions yeah might, um, might as well have them count the category I would have to put this in would be the game that I did not expect to play for so long <laughs> like I picked it up just by rumors and I can't stop playing it now yeah um second game is the division. A game that I was recommended by Theo, and he never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of something like Final he Fantasy should. 14. Oh, man. Oh. That's right. You, you know, you and I played Division more than you and I played Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> it might be true. It's close enough that, I, you know, <laughs> you, you're skewed on it. Think about it. <laughs> but last but not least is Forza Horizon 3. The game that has cars. I mean, this 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 my game. It's an Anthony game that disappointed the shit out. Of me. <laughs> oh, wow. oh wow! On the top three, I know what I'm picking. Another disappointment <laughs> in the top three, huh? Uh, I mean, yeah. what can you do? Theo, Forza, mm. Joe. I'm picking the division for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You know, kind of want to hear Forza. We don't get a lot of uh, car cars onto this show, so this is supposed to be our best though. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning weird. We get a lot of cars onto the show. I know in his heart, Anthony loves this game. All right, so a little backtrack. When the first Horizon came out, it was the first open world racing game since you can say Need for Speed Most Wanted. Yeah, which a lot of people. Not need, for, not need for Speed. Um, Need for Speed Underground too. Okay, yeah. Love this. Oh, this game is hype. I just can't wait till you have the open world. You can race around with your friends, do stuff with your friends. Two came out. 
I didn't get it, and then three came. I'm not right. Me and one of my good friends, two, he's a car guy. We bought this game. Mm. Went to the store. I went to the GameStop in this area. Mm-hmm. It didn't have it. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to buy it online. Yeah. I'm upset that I bought it on the Xbox now because I can't sell it what? to anybody. I can't trade it in. Nothing like that. What the hell? This game looked amazing. This game, it looks amazing. They did a good job with it when they added a lot more cars to it before yeah. it was very limited. Mm. That made me upset. The setting just sold me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful game. Yeah. And you have a lot of open world driving around, but it gets dull really quick. Okay. Because you have to, for you to enjoy this game, you have to have friends that make you enjoy the game. Driving around, driving cross country like yeah. with your friends on the mics talking crap and whatnot. Yeah. The gameplay gets boring really quick. It's like... I expected more out of it for more for me to do more. You just you're doing these races. You have different races. You have like you have to race against a helicopter. Mm-hmm. The typical time attack, sprint, circus, and it just gets really boring really quick. Mm-hmm. Some something's missing, and I can't 100 percent put my finger on it. But it just I just lost me. Like yeah. I felt a lot happier playing the original motorsport Forza games where you're mm. on the track. And that shouldn't have happened. I expect okay, I have the. Options of vehicles. I have the options of modifying my cars. It's open world. I get to play with random people online, play with friends. I should love it. And it just did not catch my attention. Maybe the open world aspect of it is what turned you off from it. Because you said you were having more fun with motorsport. Yeah, but I had had fun with the original Horizon. That it was open world where you can drive around. But you couldn't really drive around with people in the same game. Yeah. Now, this one like that, they even added an option where you can, let's say me and Theo's online, me and Theo could do a race together, one of my story mode races or one of his, and it's, for some reason, just didn't catch my attention, mm-hmm. and I can't put my finger on it. Like, I love, like, I wanted to really love this game. It's a car. It's like, it's, it just says Anthony all over <laughs> it, but I don't know. Just, just didn't do it for me. Like, I don't know. It's it probably did, just it, me getting old. <laughs> But it didn't. But it didn't enough for you to reach your top three. Um, I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't. There's nothing. Most of the last year, I played Destiny. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's, most of the last year, I played Binding. Of Ice. <laughs> <laughs> well, the same way that uh, that your top three included Dark Souls in your. Uh, I guess I, that's I had good thing to say about Dark Souls. Like, I mean, it's it's like I said, it's a good game. Um, car variety. It, it did skip on a lot of cars. Like Porsche hasn't been in this game for a while. Yeah, this, it was a DLC like towards the end of the game's life. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're doing that. Um, I don't know. Just, just not doing it for me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like the for the three games at least it was the lesser. I like I like the game. So, so so it was in your top three because it was the third game you played in 2016. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was the lesser of the three evils. I yeah. Say. 2016. Um, yes. Yeah, I really thought I was going to be the only downer. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, mean, I went into 2016. Even midway 2016, I was I was good. I had enough stuff to hold me down. And towards the end, it's like, oh, my God. What are they making? No. That's about it. So, name one good thing about this game. <laughs> one good thing about it? Yes. The one good thing about it, like I said, it was fun where you can invite you. You can jump into your friend's story mode races. Kind of being an asshole move at the same time, but still, <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. Like I could jump into any random race with any of my friends, vice versa. 
It depends on how good friends you are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I had a story. One of my friends was playing a race that he was supposed to win, and I came in and beat him. <laughs> so that course. was bad, I guess. He'd be fine, though. <laughs> um, he's starting day, for life with your race picture. <laughs> he's probably writing in Theo's flesh notebook over here. Wow. That, uh, you going to talk about my death note, bro? Oh, I'm that's sorry. A, that's what it was. <laughs> yes. There, I'm looking at this book. I'm like, yo, this looks look so familiar. It's not actually a death note. <laughs> no Close enough. No wonder I'm having chest pains. <laughs> uh, you'd be the last person in this book. That's what but you, I am going to But you're still in the yeah, 2016. Yeah, I think I've been hanging out with Joe too much. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a. Everyone says this was such a great year for gaming, and I'm like, literally, fuck you. <laughs> well, My Joe's ass. corrupting the the youth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Old curmudgeonly guy hates young people things. Yep. Video game 16 edition. <laughs> All right. Well, I got three games, mm-hmm. and I actually enjoyed my three games. <laughs> oh, funny that. <laughs> so, Fancy that. So you guys can't get me to say bad things about my three games, which are Final Fantasy XV, Stardew Valley, and Overwatch. So go ahead. Pick my poison. We've spoke at length uh, about Final Fantasy XV, so I'm not going to pick that. Yeah. So Stardew Valley. Hmm. Well... I think I want to hear you talk about, like, like if you like a. I want to hear a post mortem of Overwatch from you. Hmm. Ooh, so I'm. Hmm. <laughs> so let me see, let me see, let me see. We have Overwatch, we have Stardew Valley, and Final Fantasy, right? Yep. Well, you know I'm not gonna pick, make you talk about your own stuff. That's that's not happening. They're all his. They're, they're all. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm pretty sure he has a lot, a lot to say about Final Fantasy. Well, there is a spoiler episode that will be See out. See the last four episodes. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to pick Overwatch. I'm glad. I actually want to hear about Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first thing I'm going to say about Overwatch is that the fans suck. And I will say that because I'm a fan and I always include myself into anything <laughs> when I say the fans suck. Uh, listen, people. There will always be something that's quote unquote too good. Stop bitching. Adapt. Stop bitching. With that, with that being said, mm-hmm. I think what I really liked about Overwatch was that I had zero expectation about this game. Nothing. I did not follow its development. I didn't really care. I, I didn't know any of the characters. I nothing. And then I just happened to get into the beta. Like what, two weeks before release? Mm-hmm. And I played it for about three hours. And then I said, Holy shit. <laughs> this game's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to get this game. And I proceeded to get the game in, you know, a good like two hundred or so hours of play. Shit. Uh spent some time in competitive. And, you know, I'm not a first person shooter guy. Uh the the first person shooter I put I probably put the most time into is Battlefield Three, and that's an entirely different animal than uh than Overwatch. Mm. And I there was a class in Battlefield Three that I could hide my deficiencies very well, where I could play as assault and basically just be a combat medic. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like wander around in the middle of the field and oh you died yeah. cool defibrillate defrib 
throw a health pack down. Uh, man, look at me racking up all these team and, points. And you are top of the leaderboard without killing a single person. So it could really hide it. Overwatch didn't really have that. So there's nothing defi- to hide. My deficiency was on full display, but there's no real scoreboard. So everybody's <laughs> a winner. <laughs> so of course I'm able to skate by, and I say, you know, if I can pick Mercy or Lucio. I kind of just do my job by existing. <laughs> so I, I played like that for a while, and then I was like, okay, all right, let's 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 do a little serious stuff. So I started picking Soldier and Reaper a little bit more just to get into actually gunplay in the game. And mm. It's it's fun. The game is just fun. And, you know, obviously you're going to get caught in some BS moments, especially when I was playing, because I'm not really playing as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But... Especially when I was playing, uh, people were get, starting to get really good. Ultimates were starting to charge really fast. And there was hardly ever an, a six-on-six six engagement that didn't involve some type of layered ultimate scenario that you would get caught in. Mm-hmm. So you would feel like you would you die really quickly. The health pools are low, especially if you're not playing a tank, which is a reason why there's three tanks on every team in the current meta mm. right now. So you would get into situations where you felt like there's just nothing I could do yeah. to get out of that. And it's frustrating sometimes. And I know that frustra- it frustrated Joe to no end. <laughs> Forget it. When, when he would get I, – I believe I was on stream and I he went into a extremely loud cursing-based uh, tirade. And I was just like, <laughs> I need to stop playing this with Joe <laughs> at least for a couple of days. You know, I, I still do follow it, and I, I have a lot of fun actually watching the game, and I always had fun watching the game. Yeah. Uh, because there are a bunch of people I follow that are very good, and they're very entertaining. And I think more than any other game that I've played, that I can sit down, watch it, and enjoy and understand what's happening around every situation where yeah. it's being played. So. While when I was starting and I was having a lot of difficulty because I didn't understand the maps, I didn't get the flow. But as I got better, I said, "Okay, well, this is where you know you need to go after you get hurt in this section, so you can pick up your health pack, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera." And it could be a teaching tool as well. Yeah. So after watching a few guys and learning a little bit more, I, was, I felt like I definitely improved to a point where I said, "I'm at least competent. I can I can earn my quote unquote mid rank and not feel like I've dragged the team down." Mm-hmm. Even though I did feel like I dragged the team down a lot, hmm. if and and this is kind of the same for the other two games on the on the list because Final Fantasy fifteen it's hard to say it snuck up and surprised me, but it kind of did sneak up and surprise me. I don't think you were expecting that kind of thing for Final Fantasy, right? I, I mean, like th- there were so many different things about it, and I and it snuck up and surprised me. And Stardew Valley, literal out of nowhere, snuck up and surprised everybody. Every single person. So I would say that I I think what I most enjoyed about Overwatch and the games that I picked this year is that I didn't expect any of them to be good. (laughs) And I ended up putting a lot of hours into them. And outside of Fire Emblem's Fates, which is the game I was expecting to be good, (laughs) and it just wasn't. Mm -hmm. You know, like I put a lot of hours into Pokemon, but in the end... It's Pokemon. It's Pokemon. Like, even if it went and changed a whole lot of things and... For the better. As For well. the better, yeah. and, it, and in my opinion, it is one of the best Pokemon games that were ever released. Mm-hmm. I, I, I knew 
I I had a feeling of what I was getting into when I was playing. Like I didn't know what I was getting into when I was playing Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, until I actually picked up, well, not not picked up, but until I actually sat there with the mouse and keyboard because I don't have a controller playing PC. <laughs> sat there with the mouse and keyboard and actually played the game mm-hmm. and and then it clicked and then I said, "There's twenty, twenty one characters, twenty two, twenty one. Now I think twenty three. Now it's twenty three, and yeah. I'm just." There's some characters I still haven't actually played in a competitive match. I've played Hanzo for one match, got two kills and a win. <laughs> I've never played Widowmaker in a competitive match. I've never played in a, in a competitive match uh, or a quick play match. So there's still stuff if I say, you know what, after this, I'm going to cut this off and go play over. There's still stuff I could do and it can feel fresh and new to me. It out Street Fighter to Street Fighter. It did. And there's... And there's two new characters, Anna and Sombra, mm-hmm. that I haven't even touched. Yeah, I've, I've literally turned on the game and went to the training, the training range with Sombra for like ten minutes, and I said, "This is pretty cool." Uh, and Nina got a kick out of the fact that she spoke Spanish, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, this is pretty cool." Yeah. And the only time I ever really log in now is to check the the drops that you can get for the seasonal events mm-hmm. and see, oh, these look cool. I'm never going to get them because I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> but these look cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Over Overwatch. If if you probably took a gun to my head for the year, I, I would give it my game of the year, like okay. straight out game of the year. I, so. I think the big success about Overwatch is the success of its personality. The, mm. It bleeds that's, personality. Yeah, that's really I think what keeps this game head and shoulders above everyone else. Yeah. When it comes to people's game of the year list, because it, it has that memorable. You know, it just has it's, it's it's a very charismatic game. I still have all the shorts saved on my phone, just so I can pull it up and just watch it sporadically. <laughs> those shorts, those, those shorts, shorts are very are entertaining. Yeah, very entertaining, and they're so the characters in the game are very distinct and likable mm-hmm. or hateable but <laughs> by <mostly> design. <laughs> by design, right? By right. design, yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a lot of characters in the game that you hate because they're just bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe doesn't like Bastion. No, I, I, Bastion's fine. <laughs> Joe doesn't like to play as Bastion. Which one is Bastion? That's the, the robot. The robot that transforms it, into the Wasn't he with like uh, he was like the best character at one point? Um, yeah. And he's a he's the level zero character. Yeah. Where if you can't beat him, you probably shouldn't play the game. Yeah, he's he's the uh, he's the gateway. He's the gatekeeper. Okay. Yeah. I remember when you was playing this, I came over and I'm like, oh, you're tapping into your, your Anthony Call of Duty skills. Mm-hmm. You went on a, like a little rampage, you know. You know, every so often I, I, I get the spur. I'm a gamer. You know, it's, it's not like I have no skill. <laughs> I, I did I did play NES <laughs> games where NES games were the required playing. And I did beat a few of them. Mm. So not totally garbage, but, you know, I'm 35 years old now. That's like... 80 in video game age. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, yeah? Don't worry. You're getting there. It's like yeah. 100 in Korea. Right. It will happen to you. Let me tell you something. I've not met one person yet that I've ran into in Call of Duty that I couldn't kill. Are you throwing a gauntlet out there? But you will. It will <laughs> happen to you. I'm pretty sure it will, but I've been playing Call of Duty for... I mean, I'm not saying I never lost in Call of Duty. Yeah. 
but I've wrecked teams by myself with a bunch of scrubs. We we know the stories. I'm just the tales. You know, I'm I'm glad that you're tapping Listen, into I, the Omega. I used to, I used to carry in Team Fortress too. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. I mean, <laughs> your mindset. You know, you're thinking too hard. <laughs> Be like Nike, Look, just do it. You you'll see it. You'll see it. You don't you don't have the same skills when you're 35 that you had when you're 25. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. You'll uh. You'll feel the pain soon enough. You're already <laughs> feeling the pain in actual basketball. Listen, you can't even hang no more. This is what happens. It's a when young man's game, and you ain't a young man. It was a funny <laughs> thing. Somebody said that to me. You know what happened? Dropped ten on his head. <laughs> That's a lot to drop on somebody's head. It is what it like is. dollars. Yeah, ten pounds can kill somebody. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I didn't play Overwatch. I've heard a lot about it from you guys, and just in general, like it was everywhere. It seemed like a pretty cool game. I will probably never pick it up because I don't want to play it on the console. I'd rather play it on PC. Yeah. But it, like, it looks, I think personally, from that's game of the year, in my opinion, for 2016. Of of the games that you didn't play. I would, You know yes. what? Even if it wasn't the top quality game, it's certainly the most buzzworthy. Yes. Yep. It, it got the most people talking. Got the most people playing. Most porn award. <laughs> we don't need to go down that direction. The rule nine, the rule thirty four award for most porn in a video game. Didn't they have Silver a- Medal Witcher three? <laughs> Didn't they have another game that came out around that time? Um, no, it, nobody nobody about. speaks about that game. Uh, cool, it's yeah, like dead. Right? Yo, like literally nobody speaks about no, that they, game. They they don't speak about it that anymore. Game was, apparently, that game is putting out a new content patch. No, they're not. Who made that game? Um, 2K Gear, Gearbox. 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 Yeah. Well, 2K. Borderlands yeah. people. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Tragic. So, if we were to make a collective list for a 205 game of the year list, well, Final Fantasy 15 got onto two and a half lists. Me and you, and then Anthony had it in his uh, honorable mention section. Mm-hmm. Uh, Overwatch got onto two lists, and an honorable mention off the off the topic, I guess. Okay, and nothing else <laughs> had a had a consensus tie. So top two. So, <laughs> so what would be like? I guess the runner up. Uh, everything else. Everything else. Mentioned. All the rest are tied. <laughs> <laughs> tied for third place. <laughs> I can dig it. <laughs> even even the games that nobody <laughs> that were talked about and didn't and weren't liked. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, w- I would give it to Overwatch as a game of the year, uh, even over Final Fantasy Fifteen. And if you haven't heard the spoiler cast that uh, Theo and myself did about it, uh, you, you'd, if you listen to that, you'll understand why we we would say that. But if you can't listen to it because you're still trying to play Final Fantasy Fifteen. Uh, the game is very good, and it has some very obvious flaws. And those very obvious flaws would take it down a notch, but neither of us thought that those flaws merited uh, throwing the baby out with the bathwater, mm-hmm. so to speak. What? You never heard yeah. that phrase? No. See, this is how means, you know he's young something that's extremely wasteful. Okay. And you kill a baby in the process. Yeah. <laughs> that's never good. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Come up with a new recipe. Uh, the Final Fantasy 15 category I would have picked would have been uh, Best Cooking Mama Simulator. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, I don't really you. have ones for the other ones. I hate you. I hate, hate you so much. That carries the rest. 
All right. So, uh, overall, 2016, thumbs up, thumbs down? I thought 2016 had a lot of high-quality games. They weren't necessarily for me, but some good games came out that year. All right. So, thumbs up. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to... Wait, I'm gonna put on the Swami hat right now. <laughs> you know, Karnak. <laughs> Joe is here. going to give it a thumbs down. What do you say? I, I'm going to give it two thumbs down. Wow! Because he's giving, I because I only have two thumbs. He's giving it the Siskel and the Ebert. <laughs> if I had more thumbs, you, could you point two big toes down as well? I'm trying. Okay, <laughs> they're they are angled downwards, so hey, it counts. I don't think he likes it to 2016. Nah. Uh, Anthony, what's your opinion? I agree with Theo. Um, not everything that came out was for me. I didn't play everything. But yeah, had some <laughs> good titles. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. And and this is despite having actually a whole bunch of games that I sunk 100 hours into. This is, I found this to be a pretty quality year for me. Mm-hmm. But... I don't really think that on the whole that it was very strong. Yeah. I think that because I ended up having three games that surprised me, it's kind of hard for me to not say, say that this year was good yeah. for me. That, that you poured hundreds of hours into. You have yeah. four games to my counts that you have over 100 hours in. That's a feat. Yeah. And <laughs> and I'm pretty close to Dragon Quest Builders, too. I had about like 80 hours in that game. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, I it feels like I can't I can't not give it a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. It, it's like it feels like it's an automatic, but like I feel like there were just some things that that came out that people were like, yeah, this is good. That got a pass, and stuff like uh, the Elder Scrolls remake, like the game got a pass. Yeah, because oh, it's it's Elder Scrolls Five. This game is awesome, and it came out with worse bugs, and the game came out with. A decade ago, it, it feels like. They should have not made that game and just fixed Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> I don't think there is fixing I, Elder Scrolls I'm, Online. I mean, I'm saying like in my like I've played Skyrim. I wanted to play Elder Scrolls. I'm like, oh, I'm get... when it came out, you couldn't play for like the first week. Like mm-hmm. literally, could not play the game. I'm like that's usually make... an MMO's launch, though. I guess, but like, yeah, Skyrim was cool, but don't make it. Fix what you have out. Keep it moving. Yeah. My opinion. I hear. So yeah, I was I was mostly happy with with twenty sixteen, but I I don't think that it was as strong as some people might think it was. I think um to close it out, I think twenty sixteen was much like this plum candy, like <laughs> <laughs> very very confusing at times, but overall pretty good. And filled with salt. And filled with salt and and tears and and stove and, salt and agony. Yeah. Uh, it makes it sound okay. 2016 had character. <laughs> <laughs> Can't right. argue with that. <laughs> so, let's put a close on 2016. Uh, next week's going to be our anniversary episode, uh, which will be episode 51, because we took a couple of weeks off uh, over Christmas holiday. So, you know, we didn't quite make the uh, 100% uh, show attendance, but... You'll give us a break for that, yeah, right? Holidays yeah. and Canada. So uh, hopefully we'll figure out something nice to do for that. But I wouldn't. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> no faith. None. None of us are creative at all. 
here is sitting an artist. <laughs> this guy especially. <laughs> you can find us on SoundCloud and uh, iTunes, Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Tumblr. Subscribe to the Reddit page. Locate us on maglomaniac.com, evilavatar.com. You can always go to 4205.com, which will just take you to our SoundCloud page. because 4205cast.com? 4205cast.com, yes. 4205.com would be amazing. (laughs) We've managed to push out the flanges from the top 10 Google searches. Fuck the flanges. (laughs) If you put a space between 4205 (laughs) and cast. So we're getting there. All right. All right. Getting there. So there's only one flange left on the 4205 cast with no space. Google search. Hopefully. Maybe it's just me searching for it (laughs) and it's knowing that this guy's not looking for flanges. (laughs) He didn't know what a flange is. So, uh, one year. It's been nice. Oh, I mean, we have a year coming up. You, if you guys want to send an email, we're. Can't wait to read it. We'd love to get a second email. <laughs> when you have one? <laughs> one email per year. We have a good average going. <laughs> we got a lot of responses for the Zelda cast we did. We did. We did. And we have to thank Nerd Alert, specifically Facebook group, for uh, getting us a lot of traction on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nice. Uh, so, guys, uh, the three of you at the table, Chris, who's not here, uh, you know, thank you for one year. Most of us didn't think it would happen. I know Chris didn't even think that we would do this because for some reason didn't think I'd be on board. Jerk. To be uh, fair, I didn't think you'd be on board also. You were also a jerk. Hey. I mean, you don't like things. <laughs> you are also a jerk. <laughs> but he's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you are also a jerk. All of you are jerks. And uh, to the viewers... Or the listeners, or whatever you want to call yourselves, but we have called you viewers. Thank you so much for giving our uh, show some traction. Uh, definitely give us some likes and shares. Get our voices out to more people. We'd really appreciate that. If you ever have anything that you want to ask us, we have tons of social media that you can contact us on. And we're uh, very opinionated, so we'll respond to you. Mm-hmm. Always will give you an answer It'll happen. One of us will say something. Probably won't be Anthony, though. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I'm going to remember that. Oh, you're going to say something then? I'm going to remember yeah. that. Yes. Right. Let, Let me. I will say something. I will answer to you guys. I love people. Okay, every, so every single listen I see pop up on one of our episodes makes me a little happier. That's good. Yeah. That was the funny thing. I actually I get the email whenever somebody goes to our Facebook page and I actually look at it. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's because I made you an admin on it, so you should get that email. Yeah, but I actually look at it. Thank you. He's trying. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to sign us off. Uh, so once again, i just like to say thank you, guys. We love you. Uh, keep listening. We got great things coming for you. So help us expand, and you will definitely enjoy it. Anything else you guys want to say before I cut it? No. Thanks. Okay. Cast away, sir. Hopefully 2017 gives us a lot more better games. Okay. (laughs) Anthony's looking forward already. Yeah. You got to move on from the bad stuff, right? Well, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we're going to get anything that we really want. Uh, Here's the switch, right?
Mm. Red Dead Two. Whoa! What, what? Did, did Mr. Nintendo just go? Hmm? We don't. We don't have enough time for that. Ugh. Forty-two oh five. Cast off. Thank you.